Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the People Project Podcast. I am your host, Kelsey Alexander, and each week I bring you stories on different topics that affect us all in different ways, internally, externally, or sometimes both. This week, I am super fortunate to be joined by my parents because I am in Memphis for the Thanksgiving holiday, and I've got them right here with me. So, Mom and Dad, want to say hello? Hello. 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 <laughs> so, I put up some um, question boxes on my um, on my Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. So, we're going to sit here and tell some stories and answer some questions and hopefully not embarrass me too badly. We'll see. <laughs> Okay, so like I said, there were a bunch of questions submitted, so um, I'm going to kind of try and go through and pepper those in throughout, Um, but I guess to begin, um, one of the main questions was like the Alexander origin story, so which one of you wants to share how you and dad met and start us out with that? Dad, do you want to tell it? Mom, do you? I will. I think Patricia, yeah. (laughs) All right, you think, Mom, all right. Well, I had uh, come to Memphis from a small town in Alabama to apply for a job. I wanted to get away from the small town. (laughs) And this is the, uh, or his office was uh, one of the first places that I went to. Anyway, um, I worked for him. Bless your heart. For, <laughs> for a while, um, it was just the two of us in the office, and we became very good friends. And y'all were both married. He was, to, he to was married, people, yeah. and I was engaged. And so, uh, after working for him for a while, I moved back to Alabama to get married, and um, got married. Um, while I was married, he divorced, and then. Um, Shortly after um, being in an abusive marriage, I divorced. And at the time, in the you know mid-80s, in a small town in Alabama, nobody got divorced. So I didn't want to stay around there and have the scarlet letter hanging <laughs> over my head and be talked by everybody. So I called him back to see if he had a position open and... Uh, strangely enough, he did, <laughs> and I guess, um, you know, from there, we were, like I said, just friends. He had gotten divorced in the meantime, but we were just friends, and we just kind of hung out and would go to the movies and go to dinner, and... Um, like, if you wanted to do something with somebody, y'all would just hang out with We each just other. hung out yeah. together, yeah, and um, so, you know, really, I don't know when we fell in love. We just... Just kind of happened? Kind of happened, yeah. That's cute. And so then y'all got married in what year? 1987. 1987. So it's been quick math. You just had your anniversary, what, two weeks ago? 34 years. 34 years, yeah. 34 years. So happy belated anniversary. Thank you. Um, (laughs) And so for those of you that don't know, um, I have two brothers from my dad's first marriage. There is Bill, who is 51. Mm -hmm. And Charlie, who is 56, 56. We did this math earlier. Me and mom did like an hour ago, but we'd already forgotten it. Um, And then I came along um, way later. (laughs) Because those of you, you know, that listen to the podcast, you know, I just turned 30. Um, And mom, y'all, you and dad, you didn't have an easy route to getting pregnant, did you? No, we, um, because, you know, I was in my 30s when when he and I married, and again, that was old for somebody my age to not be yeah, like married back and then, not, have, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not have children. So we started trying immediately, and it took us um, five years to get pregnant and went through, um, uh, I took fertility drugs. Because there wasn't IVF back then, right? No, there yeah. wasn't IVF back then. And I took fertility drugs, and uh, shortly after taken those I got pregnant and produced five eggs <laughs> which y'all and y'all were living in what a one-bedroom apartment in Nashville bed, right two-bedroom two bedroom, apartment yeah. in Nashville and y'all were like excuse me what are we supposed 
else to do yeah. with five children in this apartment. Yeah. <laughs> but obviously, you know, none of them... Um, Came to fruition. Came to fruition, yeah. I'm like Dwight Schrute in The Office where I absorbed my siblings. I absorbed yes. all of their powers. And yeah. that's why I have so many personalities. And so <laughs> God uh, blessed us with you. But um, okay. shortly after you were born, he realized what a handful you were going to be. Thanks. And that's all he blessed us with because he knew that's all I would be able to handle. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> well, I mean, I did have, what, colic for the first four months of my life, he yes. said. Yeah. So I came out screaming and I haven't shut up since, have that's I? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Well, let's get to some of these questions. Let's see what we got here. Um, Dad, I know Paul Butler has one for you. All right. So let's see here. So, having already raised two children to adulthood, how big of an adjustment was it when I was born? And was it like riding a bike and it all came back naturally, or was it very different considering you had raised boys and now you have this little girl? No, it really wasn't any different. It was just uh, we were extremely proud to have a girl, and <laughs> and uh, it was great to have a sweet little girl like Kelsey <laughs> was and still is and and uh, really wasn't any different from the boys though. We just uh, tried to bring her up the right way and mm -hmm. and uh, we tried, but I don't know, we kind of failed. I <laughs> oh my gosh, okay. <laughs> just like roast me, that's fine. <laughs> no, she's oh, a great man. girl and always be my sweet little girl. Oh, you're sweet, daddy-o. Um, but, uh, well, and I think it probably like helped that I've always been a big sports fan. So it's not like, you know, it wasn't a huge adjustment, you know, yeah, I mean, I didn't no, really, you went to the, you went, I mean, yes. I didn't have a choice. No, you were <laughs> probably six months old when you went to your first, no, you were younger than that when you went to your first football game yeah. and had a little cheerleader, uh, onesie on. Yeah. I mean, I didn't really, I didn't really have a choice. It was like, listen, like, cause Bill was the, he was the tiger mascot mm -hmm. and, um, for, for University of Memphis. And it was just like, from the time I was born, it was like, listen, you're a Memphis fan. Like, like it or yeah, not. Like I, I played out there, you know? Yeah. And you played. Yeah. And well, and that's, so that, that actually there were a couple questions about that. So, um, let's go back in time, like pre me, pre mom, um, pre even Bill and Charlie. So. Um, as some, some of you may know, some of you may not know, um, my dad played football at Florida State and then at Memphis State, which is now the University of Memphis. He was a quarterback, um, and uh, you, were, you were recruited by Vince Lombardi, right, to play for the Packers? So tell yeah, us a little I, bit about I, that. When I was a freshman at Florida State, I, I got letters from most of the professional football teams, and and. Uh, later, when I was at Memphis, I had my uh, my shoulder was hurt, and I missed a bunch of games. And but I, I I could have played for Green Bay Packers or Oakland Raiders. There was American League and National League back then before mm -hmm. they merged. But I could have played with those. But but uh, I knew Kelsey was in the future and Bill and Charlie. <laughs> so I decided not to play. Oh, okay, that's why it wasn't. It had nothing no. to do with your shoulder. No, it no. was because you you're, you were psychic and you knew that we were coming. Yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. That's what it was. <laughs> um, so, just like that time in your life, you know, like what what are like some highlights from that? I know you don't talk about it a lot because you're you don't well, you don't I, love one, talking one about the, yourself. One of the things when we were when I was at the University of Memphis, you know, Elvis is from Memphis. I didn't know that. That's crazy. <laughs> <And> a, <laughs> the way you great, said that, you know, great, Elvis is from great, Memphis. Uh, football fan, and Anita Wood was his girlfriend at that time, and uh, she was from Jackson, Tennessee. And uh, uh, one of my teammates was from Jackson, knew her really well, and we started going out to Elvis's house to Graceland. To Graceland, yeah. <laughs> We'd go out there about eight or nine o'clock, and everybody get in the van, and and. Uh, go to a movie, mm -hmm. a theater that he rented, and we'd watch the movies, or we'd go skating at the skating rink, and then we'd go back over to his house and and sit around. And and, and uh, a lot of times he would he would have his guys uh, 
That's I just for everyone who heard that noise in the background. <laughs> that is my mom's leather recliner. <laughs> Continue, but, Dad. So but, sorry. Uh, but we would uh, uh, come back to his house after the movie, like twelve one o'clock in the morning, and and then he would do the karate stuff and or sit around talking. And, Doesn't Aunt Fran or didn't at one point Aunt Fran? Uh, your sister, Aunt Fran, um, have like a wooden block that was like Elvis had chopped in half or something. Yeah, they all did. I, they all I, did I, yeah, yeah, I, I got a bunch of that stuff that they he would they would hold a board and he would hit it with his hand and <laughs> break so it. Funny. You could see them holding it, yeah, like bending it, it yeah, bending it so it would break easily. But <laughs> oh, that's funny. But it break it, and I, I got him to sign a bunch of that stuff, and I sent it home. I don't know where it is now. Yeah. So but, and so. Dad's dad, so my my grandfather on my dad's side was born in 1900, mm-hmm. and then you grew up with how many siblings? Nine. Four brothers, four sisters. Four brothers, four sisters, and then you're, are you the, like, where did you fall in that? Halfway. Well, I'm the youngest. I'm 36 No, now. shut up. <laughs> <laughs> he was no, halfway. About halfway, right okay. in the middle, just about. Okay. And so what was it like growing up? You know, well, like, it was it was great. I mean, we were at that time we lived in Mississippi, okay, on a farm, and uh, lots of hard work. Yeah, lots of hard work. <laughs> I started driving a tractor when I was five or six years old, and, <laughs> and but it was fun then. And, but then uh, when I was about twelve, we moved to Texas, and so and, and um, for those of you that or listening, he grew up in Orange, Texas, which is close to, like, Beaumont, Port Arthur. Galveston, Houston. Yeah, um, so right on the Texas-Louisiana border right, right there. Um, so you lived in Texas until you graduated high school and then went to Florida State, yeah, right? Florida State and then mm-hmm. back to Memphis State. Mm-hmm. And, and then stayed in Memphis. Stayed in Memphis, mm-hmm. uh-huh. Um, and then, and then, you know, y'all heard how, how mom ended up in Memphis and everything. Mom's from North Alabama, mm-hmm. um, and, you know, born and raised there, has one brother, my uncle I Stanley. Born in Memphis, You're, really? Enough. I don't, I don't know how I never remember that. Oddly so, so born in Memphis, Memphis but raised in, uh, in North Alabama in Spruce Pine, mm-hmm. close to Florence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Muscle Shoals. Muscle Shoals. Okay. Um, and has one brother, my uncle Stanley. Mm-hmm. Um, and like very, like a small, smaller family. Yeah. Um, but, um, uh, my grandparents, my mom's parents, uh, lived with us for, my grandpa lived with us for for 10 years, eight years. years. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, and then, you know, Mimi, you know, like for Mm -hmm. four. Yeah. So, um, that was, that was awesome. That was really special. Dad didn't put his phone on silent. Like I asked him to. Um, <laughs> and, um, but yeah, it was just really special to get to have that time with them, um, them here. Cause you know, dad's parents, I mean, obviously like my, my grandfather being born in 1900, you know, like I was fair, I was born in 91. So I was, you know, he was, yeah. he was already, you know, yeah, he was 91 when I was born. So, um, but some of my favorite memories of big daddy. So I thought that's what we called my dad's dad as big daddy. So I thought that he did not have eyes or that he was blind or like something when I was little because I never one time saw him without his aviator sunglasses on. Every time I was at their house, every memory I have, he is wearing a white button-up shirt, suspenders, and his his like well, cowboy had, type he hat had those or whatever. Progressive glasses right. that turned dark. Yeah, when he was but we were, and he was always he inside. Was always yeah, inside. and so, but I remember he always used to fuss at me because I would want a bologna sandwich, but I wouldn't want anything on it. But he was just playing. I know. You know, I know. I know. I like he wasn't like actually <laughs> being mean to me, but like. He uh, he wanted he just could not understand why I didn't want mustard on my bologna sandwich. Those are like like my two biggest memories with Big Daddy is is like you know how he always looked with those sunglasses and then the mustard on bologna sandwiches and then with Big Mama Dad's mom, um, you know she also you know was was much older you know when I was born and but she taught me to the bugles like chips the little like you know cone-shaped bugles chips she would um she taught me to put them on my fingers and like I would like I would turn into a witch that was yeah, like the wicked witch that's like one of my big memories with her which is so funny but um pick yeah going back behind their 
behind their yard and or behind their house in their backyard and picking blackberries. That was sweet too. And I just had a moment because it is noon right now in Memphis and I forget that they test the tornado sirens and I just kind of freaked me out for a second because I'm like the tornado sirens are going off right now neither of you are moving like <laughs> what is going on um so it's, but it's 12 o'clock so fun fact that's what happens in Memphis at noon uh, on, Saturday. on Saturdays so um does it happen every day or just on Saturdays no, just on Saturdays, just on Saturdays. <laughs> interesting um but yeah so I think you know just like the different, you know, backgrounds that y'all had and you brought to, you know, to me growing up was always um, interesting. So more questions um, from people. We can get back in. We can get into those. Um, let's see here. So um, Craig Howard and a couple others mother would like to know the story behind why you why you love bunnies so much. For the you know, if you don't know, if you've not seen pictures or videos, haven't been to my parents' house, my mom loves bunnies. Like she decorates with bunnies. There's like little bunnies everywhere, like little lamps or on pillows or on furniture, whatever. There's just bunnies. So um, people would like to know what's the story behind the bunnies. Well, there's really not a story. I just um, <laughs> Easter. And spring was always my, my my favorite season. Well, besides Christmas, there's nothing to compare to Christmas. But I always loved when springtime came and and Easter came and, you know, I could set out a few little bunnies that I had. And I don't know. I love their little sweet faces. They have to have a personality in it their face. It can't just be any bunny. It has to have a personality. Yeah, it has, has to have a personality. And... Um, one year I went in this store in, in downtown Collierville and this lady had this shop and it was full of like French country merchandise and had bunnies everywhere. And that was the first time that I realized that you could decorate with bunnies. It didn't have to be just for Easter. So I, you know, kept a couple out throughout the year. And then the next year, you know, when spring came, I bought a couple more, and they just kind of evolved. And so <laughs> I had who knows how many I had. But then when we downsized and moved in this house we're in now, I, you know, got rid of so, so many of them. But you still got a bunch. I guess I still have quite a few. I don't, <laughs> I don't look at them and think, wow, I've got a lot of bunnies. It's just how I it's just it's sitting your around. Thing. Yeah, yeah it's, it's just, just my thing. thing. I just love bunnies now i have never had a real bunny a live bunny have no desire to have a live bunny they poop too much they're cute yeah, yeah. but they poop a lot <laughs> um i you know i that's just uh not really an answer but that's just well that's your that's your answer that's my answer yeah, yeah. well there's <laughs> nothing wrong with that but i love bunnies <laughs> all right um so Jacob, who was on the podcast um, a few weeks ago, he um, would like to know if you also like bad TV. Um, Jacob, I would like for you to know, my mom bad is the TV? queen of trash TV. Oh, trash TV, yeah. Um, like, so I recently, well, not recently, I got her into the challenge um, when, uh, like, Polly and Davon and Jose were on there, because oh, she's always, no, uh-uh, because remember, I tried to get you to watch it, and you couldn't get into it, because you didn't know anybody. But it was before Polly. Mm-mm. We went over this the other but day. But anyway. Anyway. Um, so, recent years. Yeah, yeah, recent years. Um, and so we, you like have gotten into it now cause mm -hmm. you know the people on mm -hmm. there. Um, and so you watch the challenge, big brother, survivor, um, the amazing race, all the re all the, um, mm -hmm. um, real housewives. If it's on Bravo, not, no, you, you not, probably watch it. Not all of them. Not just, all of them. Just, okay. uh, New York and, and, uh, Orange County. No, um. Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills. Okay. Yeah. So she likes those Real Housewives. Vanderpump Rules. You used yeah, to watch it. I used to. Not anymore. And um, then The Bachelorette. I'm, I'm getting over it. I'm just not too crazy about it anymore. Yeah. But so, um, but mom loves her some reality TV. I like shows oh, Love Island. Love Island, yeah. Um, let's see. I'm trying to think of what else there is. 
or um, some of you the used to like are you the started. one when it was are on you the one? Yeah. when it was on which it's not anymore yeah. um but yeah like i mean basically all of the challenge feeder shows like you you watch or have watched mm-hmm. um and uh except for like the real world and road rules you never watch those and just a little side note when <laughs> when i when i was little and I would be in the car with my mom and dad and be at night. This is this is so silly. <laughs> and times were so different back then. We would be in the car and, and driving down the road, and mother would catch me, and I would be staring out the window of the car in people's houses because people kept their windows open mm-hmm. and curtains open, mm-hmm. and you could see in. It watching. was always so fascinating to me to watch how people were living mm-hmm. when I drive by their house and mother always thought that was so strange that well, I was and here you are and she called me a peeping Tom <laughs> well, that's so weird <laughs> she did because I I enjoy seeing I guess how other people live but like you wouldn't like this was like just driving by in the car just driving yeah, by right, no yeah. I was six eight years right, old yeah, yeah. <laughs> But so now you can do it sitting on your couch. I guess that's why yeah. I like reality TV. I just like yeah. seeing how other people huh, really live. Yeah, quote unquote, really <laughs> yeah. live. Yeah. All right. Next question is from Eduardo. A couple people asked this one um, too. It's for both of y'all. So, how do you deal with not being in the same city? Um, so, I guess a little bit of background on that too. So, I live as everyone should know at this point. I live in Glasgow, Kentucky. Um, Grew up in Memphis, moved to Austin, Texas right after I graduated high school. Um, Lived there for a little less than a year. Um, Dad, quit doing that. (laughs) Dad's over here fidgeting. (laughs) Um, But uh, moved to Austin, Texas. Lived there for a little while. Moved back to Memphis, um, lived with mom and dad again for a little bit, then moved to Midtown, or like, well, around by campus, then to Midtown Memphis, um, and then moved from there to Bowling Green, from Bowling Green to Nashville, then back to Bowling Green, and now to Glasgow. Um, so it's been, I guess, 10 years now since I've lived at home. Um, so, you know, how do we, how do we deal with that? What is that like? Well, we just try to go to visit you as often as you can, as we can, and you visit mm-hmm. us as often as possible. And uh, the uh, the cell phone has made a, a big difference too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're in touch FaceTime. every day, just about. I know every morning, your mom talks to you mm-hmm. probably an hour or so until she can finally get you off the phone. <laughs> oh, shut up! <laughs> but FaceTime has yeah, really FaceTime really helps. helps. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so let's see here. But we'd rather you live closer, but you well, don't. And you'd you rather you live right here at home. <laughs> you, you just, you know, we just accept it and go on with our lives. Yep. Don't dwell on it, right? Right. All right. Let's see here. So, question from Paul Butler. He's asking the good ones. So, <laughs> so this is one Sweet from um, from Paul. How does it feel to watch your daughter get back to who she really is during the latter half of this year? Oh, my year? gosh. It was great. I could talk for an hour just about that. I mean, she was, y'all Y'all know her, all of you listening know her and how she truly is. And we went from her being how she is now to a completely different person. And um, she and I have, always growing up always had an extremely close relationship and then that was kind of i wouldn't say severed but for lack of a better term um discouraged discouraged yeah and and um i knew she loved me there was never a question about that she just didn't show it anymore and and you know, just, she was just a totally different person. But in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, well, she's, you know, she's a married woman now, and she's making a life of her own, and this is just who she's become. And I just, you know, I love her still the same, just the way she is. We just won't be as close as I always thought we would always be, mm-hmm. but I still loved her, and, and you know, this is, this is who she is. So, you know, that became our... The norm. Normal. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but then about a year ago, I never hardly heard from her. I mean, and I'm used to talking to her, you know, two or three times a week at this point, going from every day to two or three times a week, and then all of a sudden, nothing, and... And, and this is real. This is like at the start of the pandemic. Yes, and so January, um, twenty twenty. I had I had already gotten used to it, and, and was kind of intimidated to ask her questions because she would um, just from not knowing what was going on, she would, you know, kind of answer me shortly or sarcastically or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I was already kind of intimidated by her, and. Then she just quit talking to me really at all, and I would text her and say, "You know, haven't heard from you today." And she said, "I'm fine. I'm just busy." And then I'd say, "Well, you know, you haven't texted me or anything. I know I'm just I'm just really busy." <laughs> and um, I knew something was wrong. I didn't know what. I had no idea that that it was her marriage. I just thought. You know, again, she was, this is just who she was becoming, and I wasn't part of her life. And um, started spotting things in her behavior toward her ex-husband, who was her husband at the time. And, um, you know, again, just that was who, that was her life and how she wanted to live it, and it wasn't any of my business. And then when she, the day she called me crying and told me what had really been going on, it all made so much sense. And from that phone call until us sitting here today, (laughs) she has been completely back to the Kelsey we raised, to the Kelsey that was my best friend, to, you know, the Kelsey everybody knows now. Mm-hmm. And it has just been, this has been the the best Thanksgiving I remember us ever having. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. because of having you home and your bubbly, loud, <laughs> giggly personality. It's just been incredible. And her oatmeal raisin cookies, too. <laughs> Dad has, has had, today, today alone... It is it is noon central time. He's had two already today. Um, but Dad, do you have anything to add to what to what no, Mama said? No, as we were in this together and <clears throat> talked about it, and <clears throat> what she said is basically the same with me. You were always still my little girl, and I text you and and say my sweet girl and love <laughs> you and all that. It didn't matter to me, but but uh, we were in it together and, and talked about it and. Uh, I had, my feelings were about the same as hers on everything, and I'm so glad you're back to your normal self. Mm-hmm. And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, again, from Paul, um, as a parent, how difficult is it to balance giving advice on what you think is best for your child versus letting them grow and learn from their mistakes? Well. <laughs> yeah. From, from me... Unfortunately, there was no balance. <laughs> I, I felt like, regretfully now, that that in the beginning that, you know, I had I made mistakes growing up and I didn't want her to make the same mistakes. And, and I remember always telling her, just like, you know, with the Bible, you know, Jesus said it and you know if you follow it, you'll live a beautiful, fruitful life. I said, Kelsey, if you'll just listen to Mama, I have been there, I've made the same mistakes, that if you'll just do what I say, you won't make mistakes and you'll live a beautiful, fruitful life. And she never followed what I told her to do because she had a mind As most of us don't. Absolutely. But... As yeah, didn't. you didn't That's either. Exactly yeah. right. Dad but, didn't with his parents. Oh, I did. Oh, whatever. <laughs> but it was... You know, just as any parent does, you want to to guide your children, and so they don't make them the same mistakes that you made. But but it was honestly, it was tough for me to to not be the, you know, the mother. And well, because I mean, especially in like my 
my former marriage, like you said, you've said since then, you know, just with your experience in your previous marriage, like you, you saw so many parallel mm-hmm. things. Right. The, I mean, the whole seven years that you right. wanted to say something so many times, but you were like, no, like, surely that's not what it is. Like, right. that, you know, you right. were just, and, but you know, now looking back, it's like, oh, like, you know. Well, and honestly, and I don't know if I've ever even told you this, I never spoke anything like that towards you when you were married because I knew you would go back and tell him and right. then he would And he would bite manipulate me off. into thinking that well, it, yeah, you know, but he there would was come back wrong. and say something smart. Right. So I I never I just never said anything. When, yeah. when all that was going on, I kept yeah. my mouth shut. Right. But, but growing up, I did probably try to Yeah. was a little too forceful. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but yeah, I mean, it's been, it's obviously been a very unique season in our, in our lives. And, um, you know, the, that was the hardest thing for me, you know, that I was, I was like, I don't know how I'm going to tell my parents this because like, I thought that, you and know, that like, should have been the easiest right, thing. Right. But, but like, I, I was so gaslit by so much for so long mm-hmm. that like, I thought that I just, you know, right. contrived all of this in my mind. And the first thing, like you weren't even surprised. Mm-mm. Like you, Mm-mm. there was no shock and awe. You were just like, yeah. Like it was, it was almost like, well, it took well, it you long. Made it, sense. it almost was just like, well, it took you long enough, kind yeah. of thing, you know. It just made sense. Yeah, all the questions that I had had over the past, right? Everything was just like, well, that, couple yeah, of years. that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, um, but uh, but yeah, it's just it's nice to be in like the place that we are now, you know, as as a family and me as an individual, and you know, just you know where things are currently, mm-hmm. and you know, and as moving a grown forward, woman. yeah. So businesswoman. Yeah. All right. So let's see here. So there's a lot of different uh, childhood questions Mm -hmm. that people have. Um, So Ray would like to know, what was I like as a child? She said specifically, what was your sweet angel like as a child? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I feel like I'm doing all the talking, but I was at home with you so much. Yeah, well, as a child, she was a, a, a great little girl, and and Dad would never say anything no, bad I about say me. No, I wouldn't say bad about her at all because I don't have anything bad to say about her. But, <laughs> but, uh, but she was she's always been been uh, crazy about going to Walt Disney World, and I, th- mm-hmm. I think that I think the first year. Her, when she was one, Patricia, mm-hmm. we took her mm-hmm. to Walt Disney World. She's probably that's she's how y'all potty there. trained me, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably there. Yeah, <laughs> probably there every year. Uh, thereafter, huh, Kelsey? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think I've missed a year. <laughs> I don't think so. But it was uh, it was uh, an honor and really fun growing up with Kelsey and, and carrying her on my back. And I think that's why I had back surgery now because of, oh, it's my fault. Cool because of, of hauling her around at Disney World on my back so many. So, so when, even when she was 17 and 18. Whatever. <laughs> You're such a jerk. Okay, now that's the difference in the, the working father <laughs> who was never at home with her, that he comes in after I have disciplined hero, all day. Yes, and he becomes the hero, and she jumps in his arms, and you know they go off into la-la land and play the rest of the night. But no, seriously, she, she was a good kid. She did talk incessantly <laughs> never stop talking so nothing has changed no so and and so so bad to tell this but when <laughs> we would be driving down the road and she was little and I mean, she wouldn't even put a period on the end of her <laughs> sentence she would just go from one sentence to another to another and had to Asked so many questions, which I'm so glad now because that's why she's smart. But she would just add, you know, ask a question and I would answer it. Okay, but why is that? And then I would answer that question. Okay, well, why is that? And finally, one day I said, Kelsey, if you don't stop talking, you're going to make mama's ears bleed. And that terrified me. Until I was like eight years old, I legitimately thought like, Okay, if I don't stop, like I'm gonna, I'm about to watch, like watch, like mm-hmm. blood just start pouring out of my mother's ears. I know ears. it was terrible. That it I was did that terrible. Too. It, but <laughs> I, I like, had it to have a break. Scared me to death. I had to have a break. <laughs> but but she she loved to talk and she loved to read, 
Still loved to talk and loved to to read. (laughs) She loved to play with action figures. Still loves to play with action figures. Well, not love them. She likes to collect them. Yeah. But she was a good kid. I was always a mix of, like, girly and a tomboy. Yeah. Like, I always loved sports and action figures, but I also loved, like, princesses and Disney World. Absolutely. She was just a roundabout, (laughs) you know, perfect little girl. Just exactly what... um, what y'all, what I what y'all need for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, well, question. This is a question from Corndog Katie. No, Katie. <laughs> she said, <laughs> She said, if you had to choose a second daughter, why would it be me? <laughs> but she also said, just kidding. How did they meet? Which we answered that. But I had to make sure that um, Katie, you knew that Katie would like to be your other daughter. And Katie knows she is my other daughter. <laughs> um, so Dylan Grimm would like to know if I wasn't named Kelsey, what would you have named me? We were talking about Amy and Patricia, weren't we? That must have been your first marriage. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't I remember Amy. No, because Jerry had a daughter named Amy. Why would we name her Amy? Well, I, I thought... I, Maybe you wanted no, Amy. No, I didn't like the word. I mean, I didn't like the name Amy. Anyway. Your name is Amy and you're listening to this. So sorry. My, my foot is in my mouth. And I, don't I don't remember Amy. I'm about honestly. to get in trouble here, I think. <laughs> um, we never had another name. That was it. I thought, tell, tell them how, how we arrived at the name Kelsey. Well, I was watching TV one day and a McDonald's commercial come on and and let and you know we didn't know what we were having you didn't know back then what you were having until you you know had the child mm-hmm. and I all my life from the time I was able to walk probably I always wanted a little girl that's all I ever wanted was a little girl and um there was a McDonald's commercial came on TV and this dad was teaching his little girl how to ride the bicycle. <laughs> and he let go of her, and she kept riding, and he just said, ride, Kelsey, ride. And we just looked at each other, and we said, that's her name. <laughs> Didn't and, even know you were having a girl, but that yeah, was my and, name. And McDonald's sent us that And that McDonald's, clip, yes, they, they sent us a... a uh, VCR tape. <laughs> well, anyone who is in the smashing hit, which I, I'm offended that uh, Dylan Grimm doesn't remember this, because anyone who is in the smashing heads um, uh, Slack group, somehow we got on that topic of conversation, and I sent the YouTube video. Remember when I found it on YouTube yeah, and I sent it yeah. to you? I sent the YouTube video in there of like, yeah, my name came from a McDonald's commercial, and they were like, you're full of crap. No, it didn't. And it was. And it was. So mm-hmm. um, so I'll try to remember to put that video link in the show notes for yeah. this episode. But, yep, that's, that's where it came from. Mm-hmm. All right, let's see here. What is one thing you wish you could have told 21-year-old Kelsey? Well, I think <laughs> make a bunch of money so we could retire and live with you. <laughs> <laughs> I destroyed that dream, didn't I? <laughs> no, you're doing great. Oh, man. Go, old Kelsey, go. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, anything else, Dad? No, that's it. That's it? That's okay. the truth and the whole truth. That's the truth. <laughs> Mom, anything to add to that? Anything you would have told 21-year-old Kelsey? Um, no, just to live your life to the fullest and be exactly who you want to be. Well, it took me, it took me a little bit took longer you, than 21 took years. Detour, but took you a hey, little detour. Took a little detour. We, we, we're here. We mm-hmm. out here now. Mm-hmm. We're doing good. That's right. You are living your best life. I sure am. And being who you want to If you be. haven't listened to that episode with Anthony Sanchez, I highly recommend it. It's a great one. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Let's see here. That was a question from Irving. These next few are from Sweet Irving. Um, so he says, what is my worst habit? your dad you don't have any bad habits Kelsey. <laughs> this <laughs> is the, the, my, mom <laughs> but, but, uh, i don't i don't know of any anyway well i mean you don't have any bad habits everybody has habits but it makes us who we are but if i had to say a bad habit um
it's not a habit. Maybe it's a characteristic okay. of um, correcting me. But I don't, I don't think I do that anymore. <laughs> I mean, I just corrected you. <laughs> 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 just corrected you. As I not, just corrected correcting me, having to be right. That's always fair. having to be right. And you got that from your granddaddy, from my daddy. Yeah. You always had to be right. But you're not really bad about that anymore. Yeah. I feel like so, I've, I mean, I've just grown and I've gotten yeah, better about I mean, that. Because that's not a very nice has, thing to do. <laughs> yeah, everybody has little quirks and characteristics. So what they're saying and, is that I'm perfect. And there's much. nothing wrong with me. Pretty much. <laughs> oh my gosh, y'all are crazy. Um, okay, what is something that you wish I was better at? Irving's asking the good ones. Hmm. He's right. <laughs> I can't. I can't think of anything. I wish, and you're getting better at this, much better at this. Oh no. Um. Of, let me. Uh, I know we're on the air, and I'm trying to think of how to word it. <laughs> it's okay. Of um. Not letting people run over you. Ouch. <laughs> of of um. Standing up for yourself mm -hmm. and and not being afraid to not necessarily put people in their place, but just not just not take their crap. I mean, <laughs> I I know several people who are listening to this right now that are nodding along and they're like, "Yeah, that's right," mm -hmm. because I get told this on a regular basis. And that's how you ended up in the marriage you ended right, up yeah. in is because you. We're a people pleaser. Mm -hmm. You you know, you Yeah. And that's really how I should have worded it mm -hmm. in the first place of being such a people pleaser. Do you think I've gotten better now at knowing the balance between like yes, making myself great, happy yes, and you have a great yeah. balance now. It took going through something yeah. like that to to find yourself mm -hmm. and, and to find that balance. Yeah. Absolutely you're better. Um, okay, Irving would like to know, um, any of my deep, dark secrets? Well, they wouldn't be secrets if we told them. <laughs> well, you can give something up. I'm an open book on this podcast. These people probably um, heard more about me than they want to ever know, so. <laughs> deep, dark secrets. Deep, dark secret about you? Mm-hmm. Or an embar I guess an embarrassing story or something, I don't know. You got any embarrassing stories on me, Daddy? -o? No, a funny story. Okay, maybe. go ahead. Well, um, Kelsey, when she was growing up as a teenager, she had she wore braces and oh Lord help me, <laughs> and and she had in the back of her mouth she had kind of like pistons, pistons basically with a <laughs> yeah. with a, a, a they were expanders. Yeah, expanders, but a piston to go up in and out as she opened her mouth and closed and it. It would get locked and stuff. And, it and was one awful. day I, I came in at night and, and on the side <laughs> window I saw her on the computer. So, I was on AOL Instant Messenger so, and or MySpace, just so you know, I, I being cool. Up, I went up to the window quietly and then... Right next to the, the, my face, like yeah, right next to me. And then hit the window real loud and made some bad noises and growling and all that. <laughs> she screamed so loud, so hard, the pistons... The, the expanders, expanders came, came out of the pistons, and they were just hanging there. Yeah, her, mouth, just, <laughs> her mouth was open so wide. They were just hanging. And I, like, broke my expander. <laughs> yeah. Two metal bars. These right two metal there. bars just <laughs> hanging out of my mouth because you scared me so bad. <laughs> and she opened her mouth so wide. Yeah, remember when you came, when we, me and my friends were watching The Ring, and you came in with a freaking leaf blower? <laughs> yeah. God. It started I, like I, a... Yeah, it started like a freaking chainsaw. <laughs> what a jerk. <laughs> what a oh, nice dad. Yeah. I have a couple of, like, little sweet, embarrassing moments. <laughs> okay. but I, I, listen, y'all can tell was, whatever you want. It's fine. When she was probably, I don't know, maybe two or three. She had, we had uh, rented Barney the dinosaur, the purple dinosaur, to come to her <laughs> birthday party. And uh, we were all outside in the backyard, and the kids were playing, and she was on the patio, and 
could barely walk. And Barney came around the corner in his little costume, and she saw him, and she got down on the patio, <laughs> the concrete patio, and scooted all the way across. Barney, 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 and she had a big hole in her diaper <laughs> from scooting across. Oh, just because I couldn't walk fast yeah. enough to get to him? Right, yeah. Oh, man. That's and then funny. I guess that same year, um, the first year, no, the second year, we took her to Disney World. And, you know, there's long lines, or back then, before COVID, obviously, there were long lines to see the characters. And we went to Toontown and stood in line. Rest in peace, Toontown. Yeah. Um, she wanted to see, you know, Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse. And there was this, we walked Nothing up. Has changed. And there's this long, long line. And she sees Minnie Mouse, Mickey Mouse. And she takes off running, breaks in front of everybody, and ran up to him and said, Oh, Minnie Mouse. Mickey Mouse. I mean, Mickey Mouse, I've waited my whole wife to meet you. <laughs> and I was, what, like two? Two. You could barely talk. My whole wife. My whole wife. My whole wife. My whole wife to meet you. <laughs> oh, man, I love it. But I'm not going to give away secrets. Okay. Well, Irving, you heard it here. I tried to get you. <laughs> I tried to get the, the goods for you, but she's not giving them away. Um, all right. Victor Diaz would like uh, a high-quality story of little Kelsey at a restaurant. Hmm. Everybody really just wants Kelsey stories. Like, they want, yeah. they want um, the juicy embarrass Kelsey stories I'm sure well you know we're just we're just an average everyday mm -hmm. family you know we've never been uh once to go to um real exclusive restaurants that's yeah. just never been our cup we're of not tea. we're not fancy folks no this has <laughs> never been our cup of tea so there was really never any restaurant oh, that right. That we so I never showed my ass at a restaurant? To. No, you showed your ass at Target that time. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. oh, you want to tell that story, Mama? Well. I we showed my ass at Target. I was shopping, yeah. I was shopping for whatever. And <laughs> you wanted a toy, and I told you you couldn't have a toy. And, and you were... Maybe three years old. Mm -hmm. I mean, you knew better. And I kept telling you, to, you know, you couldn't have it to stop. And, of course, the toy section, we didn't go through it. We just passed by it as I'm shopping. And it wasn't, probably wasn't even a toy you cared anything about. <laughs> Your just little bratty self wanted Thanks that so much. toy. And I kept telling you no, and you got louder and screamed louder and screamed louder and screamed louder, <laughs> and I'm trying to get through the store and, you know, slapping me in the face and throwing your back, you know, just just bucking your back, you know, just pitching a fit. <laughs> and um, I probably spanked you a little harder than I should have when I got you home. I probably deserved it, though, it sounds like. But, but you know, I mean... We live life by the seat of our pants. We there's do. Not we a just figure it out, that, don't we? Yeah, there's not a whole lot that was embarrassing or... Yep. We just kind of do what we it do. It is what it is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It be what it be. That's right. Um, okay. Question. And I know y'all can't imagine where she gets her talking from. Yeah, yeah. Dad's just sitting here trying to watch this Ohio State-Michigan game, and we won't leave him alone. Um, so, so, yeah, so... I guess one, so this is another question from Irving, um, and he wants to know, for the people out there, what is the key to a long, successful marriage like yours and dad's? Well, I think the main thing is is uh, just do whatever Patricia tells me to do. <laughs> <laughs> that is so far I say yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. And... So far from the truth. <laughs> Dad, do you, do you have real advice? <laughs> no, real advice. <laughs> no, just just uh, uh, trusting each other and, and respecting each other and, and realize that everything is equal. If what I 
what what is mine is mine and what is hers is mine. <laughs> Dad. <laughs> no, no, everything is equal and and uh and just just constantly tell each other we love each other and kiss often. Uh, often. And it's Patricia's turn now. <laughs> <laughs> Does get embarrassed. <laughs> um well, I mean, I second what he says. We've just we've always been affectionate toward each other and let our kids, you know, see and know that we loved each other and mm-hmm. and um, you know, the main thing is just laughter and communication. And y'all are really best friends. We're really we best are really friend. best friends. I have best girlfriends, but he's really yeah. my best friend. I. You know, maybe during the day we'll, you know, go to lunch or go shopping or whatever with my girlfriends. But at night or going out of town, I want to be home with him. Mm -hmm. I have no desire to go on girl trips. I mean, that's great for people that want to. Mm -hmm. It's just not my cup of tea. He's my best friend, and Mm -hmm. if I go on a trip, I'm going to go on a trip with him. Yeah. But just communication and, and respect and laughter. Yep. Laughter, laughter, laughter. That's so important. Yeah, we do. We do laugh a lot. We always have. You can't take each other too seriously. No. Mm-mm. All right. Let's see here if we've got any more questions before we wrap it up. Let's see. All right. Last thing. I'll ask each of you. What is like either like a favorite memory, funny memory, or like like a standout standout moment of the last. 30 years. Well, I can't think of any one standout moment. I, I think the, 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 uh, the thing that stands out most is our wonderful trips to uh, Florida, mm-hmm. Walt Disney World. <clears throat> we need to plan one to go back. Yeah, we do. I, I, think, I think that's the most uh, outstanding memories I have mm-hmm. of Kelsey's Absolutely. childhood. Yeah. Absolutely. We just had so much fun. Yeah. Um, I mean, I have to agree. Just, um, especially for me, were the first two years that we took you to Disney World <laughs> because you were so young and so innocent. And, and what are you trying to say? <laughs> well, not, in, not innocent <laughs> that way, but in your, you know, in your thinking and mm-hmm. and just totally believed that that was real life and it and, is. And um, it was just a, a joy for a parent to see that love and that that innocence yeah. and the you know the fun that you had and it's just continued year after year after year. It's just uh, that's really you know I'm like dad. That's my greatest memory um, of. You know, I mean, you know, obviously, when you graduated from high school, when you graduated from college, those mm-hmm. were those were proud moments. Mm-hmm. But just the sweet memory. Yeah. Well, Disney memories. Yeah. yeah. Mickey's house. <laughs> you know, I'll go back. Not everything was negative about your marriage. Your wedding day was a beautiful, mm-hmm. beautiful day. You were the most. Gorgeous bride I'd ever seen. Well, thank you. But, you know, that day started the downfall of everything, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. But, but yeah, just, just, um, memories of the, the, the fun times you and I had Mm -hmm. when dad would be at work and go to the library or go to McDonald's, (laughs) let you play in the, the, in the play place. Place, yeah. Mm -hmm. And just, um, Children's Museum. Children's Museum, <laughs> just, you know, everywhere, you know, we could go to have fun. Yeah. I just, you know. Have lots of sporting events. Lots of sporting events. We yeah. used to have Grizzly season tickets back in the day. We did. We had Memphis football season tickets, Memphis basketball <laughs> season tickets, and Grizzly season tickets. And when and they were the, there, there was the Memphis Mad was, Dogs. We had Memphis Mad Dogs well, season tickets. Well, but there tickets. was a point in the season when... <laughs> When football and basketball would overlap, both basketballs so, would overlap. Right. It's that time right now. Last night the Grizzlies played, the Tigers played, and yes. then tonight and we the Tigers played. And yeah. we were going to three games <laughs> in one day, and right. I had had enough. 
Right, yeah. That was a no. I See, and I always loved it. I'll, I've always loved basketball more than football. But I love um, football more than basketball. Yeah. Especially, um, well, SEC football. I'll go ahead and say it. Yeah, mom's an Alabama fan, bless her heart. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, I don't, like, I think those are some of my fondest memories, like, other than Disney World, you know, like, just, like, sporting events and stuff. And, and like, that's that. a way that, like, we all keep, like, like have just stayed close, like, and we still, yeah. you know, um, bond with each other now as, you know, like, talking about games and watching mm-hmm. games together and going to games together, like, me and, you know, my brother Bill mm-hmm. are going to the Memphis game tonight and right. stuff like that. And you say, you know, kind of make light of that, you know, I'm an Alabama fan. Mm-hmm. And, and unless you were born in the state of Alabama, nobody you truly understands. <laughs> you just don't get what it's what it That's is fine. to either be an Alabama or an Auburn fan. That's fine. And you're one million percent one or the other. Yeah. Hey, that's fine. So. That's fine. But anyway, <laughs> Alabama plays Auburn today and roll yeah. tide. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's, yeah, we, it was very clear we needed to record this before that game started. So, and we've made, we've made great time. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I guess to wrap it up, um, I don't have any more um, questions that were submitted, um, but. Sorry to take all your get your time <laughs> no that was wonderful um but I guess you know seeing seeing where life is now for for you guys you know you know dad just had his you know big surgery and we're very thankful that he's healthy and that he's doing great and um you know that just everything in our lives is, is going well and you know even thankful for the times when things weren't going well because Absolutely. you know there's lessons and all of that but what what are you most excited for right now? Like, whether it's, like, looking forward to, most excited for? The next chapter in your life. Because, as I stated earlier, the, I always wanted a little girl. Mm-hmm. That's all I ever dreamed of. I prayed, and I prayed, and I prayed <laughs> for a little girl. That's all I ever wanted. And... Now to have my Kelsey back, <laughs> the I look forward to to the you know the things to come in your life, what you do with your life, you know, who you your your relationship, you know, who you marry, who you you know have babies with or whatever. <laughs> it, it, it's just you're. I know you're. 30 years old, but you're still so young because you have so many things still ahead of you. Mm. Your job, it's just, uh, that's just what I live for. And I think dad does too, is just um, to to see what you do with your life. Dad? Oh, I feel the same way Patricia does. And we talk about you all the time and what, what our hopes are for you. And they're basically the same as hers. And growing old with your dad. I'm look, I look forward to that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Don't get too excited <laughs> over there. <laughs> oh, man. Y'all got anything to add? Dad's waving. I think no, he's I ready, to, ready to watch football. I'm just trying to see what Florida State's doing here. <laughs> no, well. Really. well, thank you both again for coming on here and just everything that you have, especially in the last several months, but, I mean, my whole life, what you've – what you've been, what you've done, how you've supported me, and who you've raised me to be. And we and have we have this now on record oh that my God. she said that. Whatever. So if I ever have to call any of y'all, oh Lord have mercy, back up. Whatever. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> but we're here together now, and mm-hmm. I'll be back in what less than a month. Less than a for month Christmas. for Christmas. Yeah, my and then favorite we'll, time of the year. And we'll celebrate New Year's. Mm-hmm. And there's a special guest special coming guest for New Year's. For New Year's. <laughs> so, looking forward to that. Yeah. So it'll be fun. Yeah. True. All looking right. forward to meeting some of you guys in the future. Yeah. It'll be great. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe we can talk mom and dad into coming to a Challenge Mania Live in the future. <laughs> Challenge Mania Las Vegas. Whatever. Yeah, maybe <laughs> See, there, there we go. I'll, I'll we go got to it. The events and dad can gamble. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> all right. Well, that is all that I have for you guys this week. Um, so, again, as always, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Um, it really. Uh, all of your feedback and input every week is so greatly appreciated. Um, you know, always sharing my stuff on social media and subscribing, leaving me ratings and reviews. I greatly appreciate it. 
And so I will see you guys next week.